time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Naff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help and a little bit of hope on your journey of faith. Today, we're going to talk about miracles. We uh, hear the word a lot, and we probably use the term in a lot of uh, different ways. We hear about it used in ways like miracle drugs. If you're a baseball fan, you might remember the Miracle Mets and their improbable season in 1969. You might talk about the miracle of the birth of one of your children, which uh, is a miracle. But let's uh, not forget that a real miracle is all about God when he steps into the world to let us know of his glory and his supernatural power. We're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director, back with us once again, Monsignor Don Sawyer. Monsignor is the pastor and founder of Our Ladies Maronite Catholic Church in Austin, Texas. Monsignor Don Sawyer, great to have you back. How are you doing today? Thank God. Chuck, I'm doing good. You know, uh, it's, it's, uh, we've had beautiful weather here. It's cooled down some and low humidity and sunny skies. And so um, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty day today. Well, it's great to have you back on the program. We're going to talk about miracles today, as we do every day. We'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us. I'm sure a few of you have a a few stories about uh, miracles in your life. We'd uh, love to hear those. We'll get those phone lines open here in just a moment. But uh, Monsignor Don Sawyer, get us started. When we talk about miracles, maybe the first question is pretty simple. What is a miracle? A miracle, a miracle. Well, it comes from the Latin word mirari. Uh, meaning to wonder, to be with a W-O-N-D, or to wonder about something, uh, wonder about an event that is not explicable by natural causes. A reported miracle excites wonder because it appears to require, as as it's called, something beyond the reach of human action and natural causes, you know. So something out of the ordinary that says, well, it can't be human, you know, and uh, and there's miracles all over the world. <laughs> well, well, and I wonder sometimes uh, the, there are miracles all over the world when God steps into our world and something miraculous happens. But uh, how are we able to know if a miracle has occurred? Well, you know, I just I always presume. I mean, you people could sit down and and analyze, but uh, I, I think the whole idea that if we open our eyes, that the world exists, you know. It's not through our cause. That is a, a miracle. Uh, God's creation, everything. Uh, I guess uh, we're so used to the ordinary, the routine of the laws of nature that when something happens outside or you can't explain it, oh, it has to be miracle. Our timing, how many times we've all heard about miracles. Um, people broke down on the, on the highway and then all of a sudden a stranger comes, you know, and helps them on the highway. Uh, a miracle, I remember a gentleman telling me he was driving like 500 miles, and a guy came and from nowhere on a dark stretch and dropped in. 
got them on the way, and they were on a, a spare tire, and that was a miracle that they went, <laughs> got to the destination after all those miles. Uh, I mean, it's just there's so many of, all over. Uh, we can look at Christ's life uh, and all the miracles, those signs that he performed from feeding you know, the 5,000 people uh, to raising people from the dead, um, from walking on water, changing water to wine, healing the blind. All of those are miracles, you know. They don't happen every day. Well, you know, I wonder sometimes if we read Scripture, we hear the stories that you're talking about, and we uh, tend to say, well, that was uh, that was then. That was 2,000 years ago when Jesus, God, was walking the earth and looking, look at what he was doing. And I just wonder maybe sometimes we uh, look back at that and then we do miss. We don't understand that God is still working today. He is still performing miracles in our world even uh, today. You know, I think probably the biggest miracle he performs outside of just creation itself is answers prayers and changes people's hearts. And, and you know, Chuck, I, I, when you look at the world and God created the world, it's all it's all beautiful. Uh, it runs. It's uh, the beauty, the harmony, uh, life itself. You know, um, and and. But only one creature is not happy. And you think about all the animals, they do what they're supposed to do. Our our pets, our dogs, cats, they do what they're supposed to do. But that one creature is humankind. And the human heart is untamed. And when we see people who've lived their lives in turmoil, um, not walking with God, trying to do the world and on their own or in their way, and 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 how the lives get messed up, and to see someone who's hard-hearted, and how many conversions we hear that when God touches them, and when we pray for people, how they could change, you know, and the heart—that's the biggest miracle I think that you see around. God changed. Yeah, well, let's talk about that a little bit, but let's get our phone lines open. Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director, if you're just joining us on the program today talking about miracles. If you'd like to uh, join in the conversation, we invite you to do that. Today, toll-free phone number into the studio, 888-914-9149. Don't forget, you can email us as well, innerlife at relevantradio.com. But as uh, we talk about miracles today, what is your experience of a miracle? And maybe your miracle was a changed heart, as uh, Monsignor Don has been talking about. But when have you uh, seen the power and glory of God make a difference in your life? And certainly if you have any questions about what we're talking about today, we, we again, we invite you to join us on the program. Toll-free number 888-914-9149. I think that's such an, an important point. We talk about miracles. We talk about, um, you know, the, the physical miracles, the supernatural uh, miracles that happen in our world. Uh, Eucharistic miracles. We'll talk about that a little bit today. But just even the miracle of the sun in Fatima uh, in October 13th of 1917. But to your point, Monsignor, a changed heart. What a miracle that can be. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And, And Lord knows we need a lot of change of hearts these days. But we become... When we're away from God, we want to do it our way. It's, it's my will, not thy will. Uh, and and see how many I've seen how many homes broken up because of, of a member not walking with the Lord. 
uh, and then they go to from drugs to alcohol to or just someone who's not even that that they live like somewhat a normal life but and they look you know pretty normal but that heart is just hard hard I think about the, the Christmas story Ebenezer Scrooge you know bah humbug and or I don't believe in God and this and that and and to see that those hearts can change and turn around how, how, how many I know several people who are atheists and had a change of heart and and they walk in with the Lord they love love God and they pray in all the time I mean that's extraordinary you know um but we could see healings, even, you know, people, uh, you know, I was, someone, a gentleman was telling me yesterday about some man, and he was giving up on life. They told him he had cancer, and and his family expecting and for him to die, and, and he told him, he says, no, you need to get away, get send all your family home. That's negativity, and you're going to live. He said, well, how do you know you're going to live? He said, because the Lord told me. Any other question? <laughs> and, and that was 30 years ago. <laughs> He said, because you can, God told me that you can live, and I'm going to be praying, and you are going to get better. So from cancer, he, he, he's 30 years later and still kicking and thriving. Wow. But if you, if you have, don't turn to the Lord, you're, that negativity, listening and giving in and giving up hope, um, he would have been dead. You know? So that, you say that's a miracle. Yeah, it's a miracle. How many and then, miracles all over the place. Hmm? All over the place, yes, yeah. Sir. Talk a little bit about the importance of prayer, and I think uh, certainly of our listeners that uh, we get a lot of prayer requests here, and uh, for you and our listening audience who have sent in your prayer requests, please know that we take them very seriously. We do pray with you, and we do pray for you. But, Monsignor, the, num- the number one prayer request from our listeners, pray that my children and my grandchildren will come back to the faith. And so certainly uh, the importance of prayer, but I just wonder sometimes uh, the miracle of that changed heart of our children or grandchildren coming back into the faith. But I think sometimes we get tired. I think sometimes um, we say it's useless. We want to give up. But can you talk about the importance of prayer to keep praying, to persevere in our prayer for that miracle we're praying for? Yeah, uh, it, it's it's all about God and and prayer. That's our lifeline. It's like I, I see people they going through life. They don't see they don't need God. They say they they think they don't need Him, and how foolish because you wouldn't be breathing if you didn't need Him. Um, but that hard heart, and 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 even as as Christians as as Catholics, I've seen someone say, oh. She's getting a biopsy, and and or the biopsy came out that there's cancer and this and that, and and what do most people say? You know, we should be saying let's pray immediately. Pray, pray like this this new acquaintance I've met uh, went to prayer right away, but instead we think and, and do we really believe we're going to which what doctor find the right doctor find the right hospital, um, and we put our faith in that or put our faith in chemo or radiation and that has its place but you know i i've I've heard so many stories people praying and people praying and and anointing of the sick uh, i think you know that's very important i've seen people turn around even recently had lady in uh rehab but not responding just laying in bed uh family gathered around we prayed over her i anointed her uh and they wasn't uh People still call it the last rites, but it's anointing of the sick. 
And the lady woke up. She started talking. This is not just one occasion. This happens a lot. Or even seeing people with tubes and this and that and come back a day or two later in the hospital. They're sitting up and eating without mm-hmm. the tubes. Yeah, it, it, The prayer is everything. I just, It's like eating a food, more important than eating and, food, and, eating and drinking, uh, having water. Uh, that prayer is our our lifeline. It's, it, it's like electricity, you know. You, you get cut off from that, you don't have any power. And our power, our food, our sustenance, it's, it is on prayer. Yeah. Of course. Mon- yeah. Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director, talking about miracles today. Let's uh, take a phone call. Matt, who is listening in Philadelphia. Hi, Matt. Nice to have you on the program today. Hello. Thank you for having me. And hello, Monsignor. Yeah, you have a question or a comment? Yeah, so I, you know, I guess my miracle is that, uh, you know, I was a heroin addict for um, about 10 years. And I think that, you know, the miracle of my life is that I've been able to be lifted from that obsession. And, um, you know, I had family members praying for me during that time. And um, I, I don't know if I would have you know, had that obsession lifted if it wasn't for their for their prayers. And, um, you know, at a point where, you know, I had been through multiple rehabs. And, um, you know, I, I honestly uh, and humbly prayed, you know, at that last rehab. And I don't know what had happened to me uh, there, but it, uh, it changed my life, you know. Um, and... You know, once I was was able to um, get out of there, I, I found that the only thing that's been able to really get me out of myself was through helping others with the, that same same uh, addiction, and 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 it's just it's been such a journey for me, you know. And um, I don't I don't know what uh, what else it could have been, but but God. But you, I don't you, really you, have an, a question have... for you. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is God, but the, when you were in before, and and then we relapsed, and the uh, when you were in rehab before, yeah, there was no prayer, right? No, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I didn't really know what what was there. I always felt that there was a something out there, but I, I just didn't um, think that God was gonna, was going to help me because of how I lived my life before. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, but he, <laughs> because yeah, we we doubt that he loves us, yeah, mm-hmm. enough to be caring about us. And who yeah, are we? And hey, yeah, and hey, Matt, I'm curious if you don't mind me asking, as you look uh, back on uh, the journey through uh, the addiction and now where you are today, can you look back and uh, and see now, or maybe we're able to recognize then God working in your life, this supernatural power of God coming into your life uh, to make a difference and uh, help you uh, overcome this addiction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, there, there was a, uh... A lot of times where, you know, I, you know, was was using the drugs and, and people were, you know, dying around me. And I didn't I couldn't see that that was that that could happen to me. I almost felt, you know, invincible in myself, you know, 
Um, and I don't know if that was God, but that I was, you know, spared, you know, and um, given another chance, multiple chances, you know. Uh, and I don't, I still, I sometimes question that, but I know that I can get lost in, in that as well, you know, wondering, uh, you know, why am I here, you know, and, and why was I spared? Hmm. So let me ask you another question, if you don't mind. How are you now helping others uh, living with an addiction uh, as a result of your experience? Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, as a part of my recovery, it's I'm in a, a an anonymous program, and, and I have uh, the chance to um, talk and meet with other members or people coming in that are new and, and trying to get sorted out and so it's almost like on a daily basis i am exposed to people that are just looking for help and 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 that's really been the only you know because i i can see how the addiction has manifested in other ways in my life through sex or food or you know other other areas um and the only relief that i've found was through helping others and and through god and, well, okay. And, and, go ahead, Monsignor. Go, go, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask one more question. As you look back at where you are today and where uh, you were before, can you, as Monsignor was talking about earlier, can you recognize that your heart today is maybe not as hard as it was before this? That, and that's exactly why I called, because that, that was something that spoke directly to me. And, and you know, because when I was uh, living my life before, I was stealing. I was um, doing all these really terrible things to people and, and harming others. And um, I, di- I didn't live in any kind of awareness of that. And I just was looking for the next one. And I had such a hard heart to be able to be able to get through those things and not feel... Uh, you know, like I, it's almost like I was living without a conscience or, you know, that I was living with a conscience, but I, I, it's almost like I had to harden my heart to be able to do those things in order to get what I needed, you know, and today it's, I've been, I don't know, I just uh, transformed and, and the, you know, the way that, that God has uh, transmuted the, you know, it's, it's, an, it's incredible to me. I don't know. It's almost like I get lost with word, you know, at a loss of words to explain it. <laughs> well, well, Matt, uh, good for you. Good for you. Keep up your good work. Thank you for calling in today. And uh, Monsignor Don, we hear that story. And uh, to your point earlier, we talk about the, the supernatural power of God and the physical things that are changed miraculously around us, but changing our hearts. And we hear it in Matt's story, don't we? What a miracle that really is. What a miracle, and I think what a miracle for him. You know, he's been there, he knows what it's like, and to be witnessing to the people who have the addiction and, you know, rendering, trying to, he could be the tool God's using that reaching out and trying to pull him out of that pit of no hope. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, 
Good for you. Good for you. I really, really mean that. Thanks uh, for calling in today. We are talking about miracles, and what is your experience of a miracle in your journey of faith? When have you seen the power and glory of God make a difference in your life? Monsignor Don Sawyer is our spiritual director. Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. You can email us as well, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke, chapter 19, verses 41 through 44. As Jesus drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days are coming upon you when your enemies will raise a palisade against you, They will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another within you because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio Studio Line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at RelevantRadio.com slash Forrester. If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now, 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. Or email us, innerlifeatrelevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, Jim Schaefer answering your phone calls, and Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director. Monsignor Don, one of our regular contributors, pastor and founder of Our Ladies Maronite Catholic Church in Austin, Texas, talking today about miracles. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Uh, your miracle in your life. Uh, what's been that experience? We'd love to hear the story. Maybe it changed uh, your heart. Uh, maybe you need a miracle. Uh, we don't know. But if you'd like to join in the conversation, we invite you to do that. Toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Our email address, life at relevantradio.com. So, Monsignor Don Sawyer, let's head back to the phones. And John, listening in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. I know I can say that. But, hey, good morning. Good- John, I, I got a, my whole life's a miracle, and because of that, I've never lost that faith. 19 months old, I got the clipping in my hand. I was 19 months old. My sister Rosemary was watching me. I'm from Bridgeport, Ohio at that time, and her friends came over. She was seven years old, and I was probably 500 yards from the tracks where we lived in a mining place. I crawled up over the tracks, sat in the middle, and the train ran over me, 150 cars. Um, And the guy smoking a cigar on the caboose, the exact time he came out, he seen a bloody object crawling up over the tracks 
which was me, and someone told me when I was older, can you imagine if you crawled up on the tracks when the train was going, you'd have been cut in half. So that's changed my life for not worrying about anything because I know I have a mission. And, and I was 12 years old in a dynamite explosion where I lost my fingers, two of them, and my eye was destroyed. Part of my face was taken off. Uh, the doctor was coming in to put a glass eye from Wheeling, West Virginia, and he took the bandage off and he quit his profession because my face was all healed up and my eye was in contact. Oh, wow. I can go on with stories that, yeah, these are, these are things that I, I'm going to tell this to the world. I have never lost faith in God when the lady who was touching his garment says, I'm going to be healed. Everybody was touching him. I, in communication with St. Francis of Assisi, wherever I go to pray, if I want a dove to land anywhere on a tree, a dove lands because of a certain thing and sits there, bows his head and flies away. That's mm. the faith that I have. I know it sounds wow. incredible, but every, and even with the virus, uh, I had the virus for two, for two days and it went away because of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah. Well, hey, John, let me ask you, so your vision today is is uh, okay? It's, it's normal? My vision today is like looking in a little blurry mirror. Uh, I go for a checkup once a year to the doctors. Um, I'm blessed with health, and that has increased my faith uh, over the years because I could have been in heaven at 19 months old. So I'm telling yeah, wow. myself, and God tells me that there is a mission for me, even if it's cleaning the bathroom, that's uh, you do it with a hundred percent. I have no, I'm serious. I have yeah, right. I inspire a lot of people. It's just that people don't believe, uh, don't believe in things. And, uh, I share this with the world and I have all these clippings that, you know, somebody mm. said, you're lying. I said, well, read this. So well, you know, and Monsignor, I want to let Monsignor Don Sawyer jump in here, too. Yeah, sometimes we hear these stories and say, oh, they can't be. Uh, uh, there's a lot of skeptics in the world, especially around miracles, aren't there? They sure are. And, John, I wanted to ask you about, I mean, did you get a glass eye in? No, he was going to set it for a glass eye. The eye came back. And then, what, 12, 15 years later, I had a cataract. It took the cataract off, and now everything is just no, normal. I have uh, my my uh, left-hand side, my part of my fingernail is gone, and the, uh, the finger below the thumb, that's gone. My mother didn't want that bone to stick out, so they had it cut off. And at at, nine, at eleven years old, it's part of it's. And I'm left-handed, and I draw and I paint with that hand. So I'm an artist. Really? So it doesn't affect me. Hmm. And I have fun when I with with children because I have so in, nothing. You know, everything is for a reason. I tell them everything. There is not a thing in life that happens without God's plans. And that's how I live. I I just I I know this sounds really pathetic, but to the world, but 
I just believe everything that God says, and it comes true to me. And and that's what people they actually. I just I just don't know how to say it in words. I am totally yeah. blessed beyond your imagination. Well, and John, we appreciate the phone can. call. Yeah, I, and Monsignor, yeah. I mean, we hear that story, and you know, he uses the word pathetic. I call it faith. That's a, that's a great story, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I just wondered, John, if, uh, if people want to, you, they'll probably be asking you, uh, well, what do you attribute to God? But because were someone praying for you, or they just God just looked after you all these years? They're called everybody. I think she called the Pope too. That's what everybody's telling me. She had invincible faith, and I follow her that. And every, I mean, I'm serious. Uh, this this couldn't have happened without who, her prayers. Who who are you talking about now? Who? My mother. My mother. Oh, your mother prayed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly God's hand been on you. Yeah, no kidding. John, thanks for the call. It's uh, good to have you on The Inner Life today, Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director, talking about miracles today. Let's uh, take another phone call. Janet, listening in Fremont, California. Thank you for the call, and welcome to the program today. Hi, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Yeah, I wanted to talk about my son. So this was like 20 years ago. Um, He was born with... um, a lot of problems like whooping cough and then he developed a severe asthma a really life-threatening asthma and he would get sick a lot with it and the one time where he got it so bad he we called the ambulance and he couldn't breathe and we were I was in the ambulance with him we were going there my husband was in the car and back he wasn't making it they he wasn't uh, responding to the epinephrine that they kept giving him, and they could only give it to him every 15 minutes. And I was just so scared and just praying, and um, I was hoping my husband would hurry up to the hospital because if he didn't make it. So we were in the hospital, and he was just really bad off. He still wasn't, um, you know, a rousing to the um, epinephrine. So my son opened his eyes and he he whispered. He couldn't even talk because it was so bad. And he told me, he said he saw Jesus. And I said, you saw him? I said, he said, I see him. And he was saying it in such a soft whisper. I had to put my ear by his mouth. And he said, he's here. And I said, where? And he pointed, and I went over by the, like, the equipment. Maybe he thought, you know, he saw Jesus in the equipment or something. And I said, right here? And he shook his head, no. And I pointed to another area, and he said, no. And then I pointed to this big blank wall. And I said, right here? And he shook, nodded his head, yes. And he said, Jesus is here. He, he, t- he kept saying, Jesus is here. And I, at first, I was scared because I thought Jesus was here to take him from me. And I, it, it did. It scared me. But, like, not even 15 minutes later, he started responding to the um, treatment. He started breathing on his own again. He was able to talk. And he only had to stay in the hospital like a couple of days, and he was fine. 
Um, but I, I just, you know, I, he'll always remember that. I'll always remember that, that he saw Jesus. And I, you know, he, it, that, that's a miracle. To me, that's a miracle because they said he wasn't responding and he wasn't probably going to make it. Well, he remembers it to this day, doesn't he? He sure does, and he said it in his um, confirmation class when they had to tell stories. They were, they told them they had to sit on, pretend they were sitting on a mountaintop and looking down and what they see. And he told the story what he saw, and he saw his grandma and his grandpa, and then he told story about what happened to him. And he had the whole com- uh, confirmation class crying. <laughs> yeah. wow. Beautiful witness. I hope he shares it a lot as, as an adult with people who lack belief or have difficulty believing. Yeah. Janet, a great story. And, you know, it just uh, reminds uh, me, Monsignor, that uh, when we talk about miracles, they're really all about certainly the miracle, the supernatural power of God intervening in our lives here. But they're really a call to faith. And in so many ways, uh, they're a call to all of us to say, look at the Lord working. Look at God working in our world today. Wow. And Chuck, isn't it a nice, warm feeling? Oh, I love it. You know, when we hear these stories, it's very warm. It's, it's encouraging. It builds us up. Yeah. Janet, God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Let's take another phone Thanks, call. Jim listening, in, uh, Jim listening in Wisconsin, uh, you're up next, and welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, I'll share a story that my mother shared with me. After she gave birth to my brother, Ken, he was my second oldest brother, she went back to the doctor, and the doctor told her, Looked at her and said, you can't be pregnant again. You just had a baby. Well, she wasn't pregnant. She had a tumor growing in her reproductive area. And the doctor operated on her. And when she came to, he informed her he took a 25-pound tumor out of her reproductive area. And then he informed her that he took so much stuff out of her that she'd never be able to have another child again. Well, she looked back at him and said, you're wrong. I'm going to have 11 more children. (laughs) And that's how many more children she had. (laughs) And the first one born wow. after that was born on December 8th, which is Immaculate Conception Day, which tells me God has a real good sense of humor. <laughs> That's beautiful. And and your your mother, was, did she ever say how she felt when she told the doctor, I'm going to have 11 more children? No, she said she just blurted it out. Like, for some odd reason, she knew he was wrong, and she just told him, she was going to have 11 more children. <laughs> that's something she had. Wow. Wow. That's a neat story. And after after having a, a, a tumor that size and still having more kids. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Jim, for joining us on the program today. Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director, talking about miracles today. What is your experience of a miracle in your life? Uh, Maybe it was a change of heart where you really uh, recognize God working in your life. But if you'd like to uh, join us on the program, we invite you to do that today. Toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. We'll get to some more phone calls when we come back, so stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The 
The Relevant Radio Studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. If you missed part of the program, you can listen to this show and any of your favorites on the Relevant Radio app or online at RelevantRadio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on the program today. Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director. On the program today, talking about miracles, a little bit of time left in the program. If you'd like to join us, toll-free number 888-914-9149. Monsignor, of course, pastor and founder of Our Lady's uh, Maronite Catholic Church in Austin, Texas. And again, uh, your story of the miracle in uh, your journey of faith, we'd love to hear about it. It might be a change of heart. <laughs> the The miracle of that is sometimes uh, the biggest miracle of all. But again, toll-free number 888-914-9149. If you would like to join us on the program. Real quick note, Advent uh, begins in 10 days. Wow. Uh, November 29th, uh, that first uh, Sunday of Advent. And uh, just um, we have a simple way for you to grow in your faith uh, during this Advent season. We are inviting you to sign up for Father Rocky's Advent Inspirations. These are short daily audio reflections designed to help uh, you delve into the beauty of the Advent season. These reflections will be emailed to you each morning throughout the Advent season. They'll help you start the day with a smile, give you something to think about throughout the day. And you can sign up for Father Rocky's Advent Inspirations at RelevantRadio.com slash Advent or click on the banner on the Relevant Radio app. Let's uh, take some more phone calls and uh, let's start with Pierre listening in Oceanside, California. Hi and welcome. Good to have you on the program today. Hi, good morning. So I have uh, two miracles that kind of, I think, go together. They may be years apart, but I think they're connected. Um, the first miracle for me was um, I was a drug addict myself for a good 12 years. And um, through prayer of my mother, I came back to the church. I came back through confession, though. Um, my habit stopped overnight. I never had a craving. I never went to rehab. Um, I never sought any other help to rid myself of this addiction other than going to confession. I think when I went to confession, um, Christ really healed me right then and there, which started the shame of the heart. So when I heard you guys talking about change of heart, I knew I had to call in. It um, started the beginning of the change of the heart. For 10 years, I studied my Catholic faith again. Listen to Patrick Madrid, listen to Scott Hahn, uh, Father Karapi introduced me to how bad abortion was. I had no idea being a Catholic all my life, but not knowing. So I, for 10 years, just studying the greatness of our church. In 10 years' time, I went on a pilgrimage for the first time ever. And I went to Fatima, Lourdes, and went over to Medjugorje. Fatima, I learned the power of that rosary. And that really stirred me, like, why have I not known about this? Lourdes taught me that God is going to be healing me. When I went to Medjugorje, this is the second part of my miracle. When I got into Medjugorje, it was our last day there, and um, we were praying in adoration at the Holy Hour there at St. James. 
and I heard this voice, and I, I've never heard it again, and I heard this voice say to me that my heart is clean. And that stirred so much in me that I felt like not only was I forgiven, but the pain that I, that I had in my heart, the reason why I did the drug, I had such pain from my past, that that pain, when I cried now, I didn't cry out of pain. I cried out of either joy or sadness, but that pain was gone. But when I heard that in my, my mind, my body, my soul, your heart is clean, I felt that the Blessed Mother took me in front of her son and said, this, this, this child of yours needs healing. And I truly believe Christ touched me then. He told me oh, my heart is clean. And now it's just up to me to, to continue this change of heart and change, help change other hearts and tell people about Christ's love and, and, and Mary's love for us. And I, and I think the miracle is, again, not, not having, a drug, having a drug addiction and not having to, to seek anywhere else to, to be healed from this addiction other than I went to confession. And I know the beginning of the healing started then. The miracle was that. And the second miracle was God telling me, like, I am healed. And my heart's been changed, and it'll, it'll never, ever go back, no matter what. <laughs> oh, and it's more than just a drug problem. It was just having a clean heart, getting right with God. Yeah, I, your mother's prayers, Shuri Mother, must have been a, a big prayer warrior. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, Pierre, just a great, great story. Thank you so much for sharing it with Thanks us today. And, yeah, and Monsignor, to to the point of uh, the sacrament of reconciliation, the power of confession. We're going to talk about that on the program uh, next week, actually. But uh, but the the power of confession. Uh, I mean, when we talk about the sacraments, I mean, this is a one on one encounter with with uh, with the Lord Himself, and certainly in the sacrament of reconciliation through our priests, we're meeting Jesus in the sacrament and gosh look what he can do in our lives it's amazing isn't yeah, it but he does yeah you know i think about saint paul's epistles he talks about sin as being a rebellion and uh, good the way to look at it is rebellion we're rebelling we're we don't want to be some we don't want to submit to god we want our will and, and that rebellion 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 rebelling uh tongue twister um that once we we let go and let god as they say in aa you know and and cl- cleanse us um then that's life-giving and uh, i i know a lot of churches uh well, most priests have experienced someone people come in off the street and frankly they look awful bad shape their grooming is terrible they're they're even hunched over just carrying the weight of the world and they want to talk to a priest well what they need is confession i take them you know, you've been out there trying to do it your way not god's way and you've gotten dirty and soiled as scripture would say and and take them to confession and i and i give them communion because they've been on a starvation diet too uh without the eucharist and i've noticed when people leave they're walking differently than when they came in and, yeah. and oftentimes it's a pleasure to see them when they come back and look like it doesn't look like the same person because they start turning their lives around. They had a crash before they start seeking God's help, you know. Yeah. Uh, and all these hearing all these testimonies is fantastic because this is what we we all love hearing these stories. See how God working in other people's lives, and we realize that He can work and He does work in our lives too, you know. 
Indeed he does. Father Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director. Let's take another phone call. Pierre, thanks again. Nice to have you on the program. Let's stay out west. And uh, Drew, listening in Los Angeles, thank you for the call, and uh, welcome to the Inner Life today. Thank you very much. Uh, my uh, my experience with a miracle is actually through my son. Um, I was raised Catholic and, you know, completed all my sacraments through confirmation. And as a teenager and a, an adult, I fell away from the church and wasn't living a great life. Um, I had my son, and uh, at about the age of two, I don't know what compelled me to do this, but I, I had something told me, you need to baptize your son. You need to have him baptized in the Catholic faith and in the church, and you need to start guiding him in that type of life. And I I did it. And from that day forward, from his baptism, is what brought me back to the Catholic faith. And now, you know, fast forward two years later, um, my son's enrolled in Catholic school. He's my, my buddy that comes to me with mass every week. And, um, you know, I just, I think that that was God working through, you know, my two-year-old son to bring me back to the faith and to make me the father that I'm supposed to be in guiding my son to the faith. And that was a miracle for me. Yeah. Instead of you taking him to Christ, he came along and took you back to Christ. Yeah, right through beautiful. through a two through a two year old boy. I mean that that's amazing to me. Yeah, it is. You know, it's kind of a reverse what he did. You know. Yeah. That's Drew, neat. And how old? Is yeah, Drew. Drew. Uh, yeah. How old is he now, Drew? He's four now, and uh, like I said, I, now I have him enrolled in Catholic school. So uh, you know, I have some assistance there in helping me to form his form his faith for the future and. Uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. He's brought me closer to God than I was for almost 20 years. Wow. Beautiful. Gr- yeah, wow. great story. Thanks so much. Yeah, and um, Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director, and we're talking about miracles today. Can you go back a little bit, Monsignor, in terms of of uh, talking? I mean, we, we pray and we pray and we pray. We're praying for a miracle in our life or in somebody else's life, and it just doesn't seem to be answered quickly enough or maybe in the way we want to. But can you just emphasize again that when we talk about miracles, that when we pray for miracles, this is really rooted in God's will, not what I want, uh, not what I think should happen, but in God's will for our life. God's will. And, and I think we have to remember not to get discouraged uh, if our, he doesn't answer our prayers right away. I mean, he, he hears prayers and they'll happen when when he wants them to happen. I, I think as, as Christians, we don't give enough attention to the spiritual welfare of our children, of our friends, relatives. Uh, we are worried about the physical health more than we do the spiritual. And and we put up the stuff. Uh, if someone says, oh, they have cancer, we all are worried about them. We want to go pray. But how about when we see our kids or friends wandering from God and not living, you know, a righteous life, how often we uh, we put up with people not going to church, not, and not just not going, they don't, they're not walking with the Lord. That's the meat of it. And are that living as Christians, and and we don't think things about that, but only if it's physical. So we have to start praying for them, keep them parents. You know, nothing like a parent praying for the children, and and 
and praying for one another, praying for our friends who've, you know, kind of walking away from God or not trusting or have a hard heart. Well, I don't believe in God. Well, he believes in you. That's right. Pray for the conversions and, and change those hearts. And look at all these miracles we've heard this morning. This is that it's fantastic. You know, God is strong. God hears prayers. He's with us. Well, and again, I just uh, think that the this whole idea of uh, changing our hearts, whatever that might be. I mean, let's be honest that uh, there's all there's a little uh, uh, stoniness to all of our hearts. But to recognize that uh, that God can heal that God can change us and it really can uh, can make a difference. Uh, and it's just so important to I think to remember that miracles do happen and maybe not the way we want them to. But when we stand back and let God uh, get into the picture and let him do what he wants to do. It's amazing what can happen, isn't it? Oh, it does. And what he does is better than what we can ever imagine, you know, and his time and his love. And that's hard for a lot of people to accept, though. You know, uh, God loves other people, but, you know, he doesn't love me. And and that's the good news. St. John says the good news is not that people love God, but that God loves each one of us and calls each one by name, you know. And he has a destiny for all of us. And only if we just stop, say, okay, Lord, you, what you want from me or the rest of my life or young person, where I, who should I marry? Well, what job should I go to? What should I be doing in my life? Uh, and, and you have a beautiful life, you know. If you turn over to the Lord, he surprises you with all sorts of blessings. And I can well, think of and- my own experience. Yeah, and, and then to Matt earlier in the program talking about being run over by the by the train and everything that's happening in his life, and he knows that God has a mission for his life. That's really true for all of us, no matter what we are doing, no matter where we are. God has a mission for each one of us, doesn't he? He does definitely. You know, there's a purpose. You have a purpose in life, and uh, who made you is God, and God knows you. He made you, so He knows what you're made for. So, if then in that sense, that destination, that purpose in life, yeah. But we don't can't fight it. You know, we need to submit to it, and then that's where we find peace and happiness and the full, full blessings of life. Yeah. You know, we want to be short circuit. Yeah, we do. Monsignor Don Sawyer, our spiritual director. Monsignor, we're running out of time. And uh, as you know, we'd like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Heavenly Father, we thank you for working in all of these people's lives and all of those who are listening. Continue to work in our lives and um, build up our weak faith that we seek you in all things and love you. and uh, Give us miracles, those who are suffering out there and needing a change of heart change your heart. Be with our nation in our difficult times. And Lord, keep all of those who are listening and their families, loved ones, free from the coronavirus uh, and all the diseases and this epidemic and build up our nation uh, that we may be a righteous and pleasing nation in your sight. And we praise you always, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Monsignor Don Sawyer, thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks to the good Monsignor. Thanks to you for joining us uh, on The Inner Life today. We always appreciate that. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass next. And don't forget, 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. We are back again tomorrow. Make this a great day, and we hope to see you tomorrow.